the best fried chicken in Texas. Rody's Country Fried Chicken. Texas born, Texas raised. A chicken joint with 35 years of service to our community. Thanks to our loyal customers and social media followers. Come try the best gizzards in Texas, the best tenders in Texas, and the best chicken in Texas. Call us at 830-773-9189. 830-773-9189. Don't forget, we have curbside service and delivery by DoorDash. Or find us on Facebook, Rodie's Chicken. R-O-D-E-E-S Chicken. Like us on Facebook. Like us on Facebook. The best fried chicken in Texas. Rodie's Country Fried Chicken. Chicken. That metal interview. You are very welcome. Uh, thank you for visiting us uh, one more time on this new episode of That Metal Interview podcast with your host, James. Uh, my pleasure to be speaking of rock metal language, our language of rock and metal that only us metalheads understand, right? I mean, I talked to my mom about it and she doesn't understand one from the other so it's good to talk to fellow headbangers you know hello uh, fellow metalheads so thank you guys for joining us and we we are so glad to uh, to have you on the show and uh to visit us again so thank you and here is another uh very very special guest we have uh the vocalist for burning witches the great sensational laura goldemond if i am pronouncing her last name correctly laura joins us and of course they are uh, promoting they're promoting their latest, latest album by the title of The Witch of the North. And uh, she speaks of her experiences with the band. And uh, she answers the question of how she feels when she is compared to the former vocalist for Burning Witches. Which could be, which can get kind of hairy when you talk about people's feelings and stuff. So she's a very good sport and she's very professional. So thank you, Laura. If you're listening to this podcast, thank you for accompanying us. Uh, we truly appreciate your presence and your your company. Thank you to uh, their record label. Thank you to Nuclear Blast Records for um, having uh, Mrs. Laura graces with her time. And anyways, here let's check out some. Uh, let's spin, should I say? Let's spin some Burning Witches for those of you that are not sure what they sound like. And for the fanatics, here's their latest, latest video and single, We Stand As One. That Metal Interview Podcast. Enjoy.
wasn't that some great, great, badass shit? Uh, talk about some five very talented women playing instruments and singing their hearts out. Isn't that badass, man? Wow. So anyways, uh, that's true metal right there. The latest single from Burning Witches. We stand as one of their latest effort and CD, which is already available for sale and download. So check it out, man. The Witch of the North Nuclear Blast Records burning witches and here's our interview with laura the front woman of the sensational five woman metal assault from burning witches here's laura enjoy the interview thank you guys how's the weather over there in your part of the country oh it's nice um yeah just um getting spring a bit finally i mean we had a really weird start like somewhere at the end of winter <laughs> like with a super hot days and then it was all rain and coldness and now finally it's kind of started yeah <laughs> <laughs> so cool i'm in uh i'm in texas i'm in the u.s so we have a uh, hot weather over here nice i'm jealous <laughs> <laughs> right anyway so let's talk about uh the witch of the north uh coming out may 28th via nuclear blast records uh, talk to us about the making of this record. Uh, who writes the riffs and uh, the lyrics and all that? Yeah, uh, Romana writes the songs and I write the lyrics. Okay, cool. So you do all the lyrics. Yeah. What What was the process like for to write this record uh, since the pandemic is here and was it all virtual or did you guys get to get together and and do this? Um. Well. Everyone except me lives in Switzerland, so it's kind of okay for them because in Switzerland um, it's allowed for several people to meet up. In the Netherlands it wasn't. <laughs> oh. But yeah, I mean, I yeah, you could own, at some point you're only allowed one guest at home, so that's a bit sad. But <laughs> <laughs> now it's all getting better. Um, but in Switzerland, no one ever had that problem really, I believe. So. They could just keep on rehearsing and writing together. Um, I know that uh, Romana and Larissa recorded together a bit. Um, but yeah, I always uh, I just write back and forward online, always. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, I love the video. Yeah. I saw the video for uh, the same title, The Witch of the North. Uh, where did you guys film that? That's a very cool video. Thank you. Yeah, it was in Poland. And um, nice. yeah, it was a really cool team there with... Uh, yeah, I don't know if you heard of it, Grupa 13, and uh, we, uh, I, I know a few more metal bands that have a, a video clip from them, it's, it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I never seen, uh, I mean, I know we never did anything like that, so it was the really professional camera and lights and everything, so, yeah. What, what would you say? It was a nice experience. <laughs> yeah, very cool, very cool video, I saw that, I like the, the, everything about it, it's real cool, it's real modern and stuff, so. Uh, what would you say is different uh, from this record than the previous one, uh, Dance with the Devil? Uh, you, do you think it's kind of similar or do you, did you guys take a different approach? Or Yeah, what we did, um, you know, different on purpose was, I think, mainly two things. Is that we wanted it to be a bit more story-based, the songs. So really, you know, this, this epic storyline feeling um, that you have with some old-school bands. They, they have some you know, longer songs, for example, uh, Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner. Wow. And because of it, you kind of have, you know, this intro or outro. You know, we have actually one extra intro <laughs> okay. because of that. 
And uh, with some songs we have a bit of a longer intro than normal. But I think it really works for this album because it gets you into the vibe of this uh, Norse mythology theme that we chose. And that's because Romana at some point wrote a riff and she was like, oh, this actually sounds pretty much like I'm on Mars. Hey, let's do Witch of the North, you know? And, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I have to write it. So I was really wondering who the Witch of the North was, but eventually, um, you know, it turned out all right because in Norse mythology, you have a goddess that is really responsible for giving the, the ability to see into the future to witches. So it kind of made sense in the end. So. <laughs> wow, that's interesting. That's yeah. a that's a very cool subject. All that uh, all that stuff is real cool. I like that stuff. Real interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, me too. It was really fun to uh, look into it for this album. For real. Take us back to the past. At what age did you discover rock metal? Ooh, um, I think, you know, um, it, it was still a little bit on MTV and stuff like that when I was young. Uh, not anymore, sadly, in the Netherlands at least. I'm not sure about other countries, but... Um, so I think it must. I must have been around 10 years old that I kind of started to notice it. No. But I really started to be super into it from the moment I got a bit of pocket money. I just spent it on albums. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it kind of started at 10 and then at 15-ish, 15 years old, I think I started really buying albums. Um, one of the first ones was Within Temptation and Wasp. Nice. Yeah. Wow. I started at 12. That's when I uh, first heard of uh, Motley Crue and Rat. <laughs> Oh, yeah, so, cool. so kind of the, kind of the same age or I guess you, you start yeah. finding new music at that age right <laughs> yeah it's kind of um, the age for most people yeah I think so so did you I know you you went to school for for music I saw an interview where you talk about that or something like that uh, yeah. why did you do that uh, instead of uh, it of course uh, all due respect that's nice and it's awesome I studied music too it's very cool to know huh. uh, it's cool to know music and theory and all that and then it's also yeah. cool to just uh you know streetwise uh, just attack the live performance and streetwise you know so why did you decide to uh study that um yeah well yeah i i decided it because i was pretty serious about you know um being the best musician i could be and uh I was having fun with it and I already finished, almost finished uh, another uh, course. Is it called course? Like a real a serious thing that you try to do for your job later, you know? Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> and I, I wasn't really having that much fun with that anymore. I mean, I was never 100% sure what I wanted to do, but I just wanted to get serious about music. So it seemed like the best thing to do to be able to do that. Very cool. So, so you study music theory, or what? What course was that? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, you have several. Um, uh-huh. You know, you have several courses in the Netherlands, um, but I chose the the metal one because this was actually seriously specialized on metal. It's the only one in the world, as far as I know. Really? Wow. Um, yeah. So that that's why this was so good for me because you know you don't find that at most conservatories, maybe you find one person that also likes it, you know, but uh-huh. it's of course a bit special, there are special techniques in guitars, drums, you know, and singing, of course, I mean, there's almost no other, I can't really come up, you know, any 
other music genre that does the growls all the time, or for example, you know what I mean? Really? So it's, wow. Yeah, so, th- so that was really nice. And of course, uh, you know, especially for building a network, which is one of the important things if you g- do music, you know, you just need to know people. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, so it seemed to be the, the logical thing to do because I love metal so much. I mean, still, it's not really something you really do for the money. I mean, you're, you're just never sure what's going to happen, I guess. Right. But it's, you know, you don't get rich, of course. Obviously, then you should maybe do economics or I don't know what. But yeah. anyway, um, yeah, I just wanted to follow my passion. So I was happy to do the metal thing and... Uh, of course, uh, very, very cool to, to also have teachers from, for example, um, yeah, I don't know how much you know about the Dutch scene, but yeah, obviously about, you know, they were coming from Dutch bands, uh, so Textures, Epica, With a Temptation, um, uh-huh. Gorefest, yeah. Aborted, so really, you know, cool musicians helping out there. Yeah. Oh, wow, they're all from there, that's cool. Yeah. You have some very good uh, bands out there. Um, yeah, so, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I, do you know a little bit of guitar, right? Is that what I heard? Well, um, <laughs> not really. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you heard. I tried to play guitar, but I found out I only, you know, it, it kind of got stuck at playing chords because that's cool. Um, it came a bit easier to me than the the shred stuff, but I actually loved, you know, the shredding and. But I, yeah, I don't know. I kind of gave up, so I started singing more. <laughs> you gave up? <laughs> okay, that's cool. Yeah, man. I kind of gave up on the guitar playing part. Yeah, it's it. I just didn't feel like. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe I wasn't. Uh, how do you say it? Um, having the patience. Maybe I didn't have enough patience to do it. Yeah. Uh, and singing came a bit more easier, I guess. I mean, I was not good at it either. I did had to work for it a lot, you know to yeah. get it to the level where I'm at now, but I mean, it took me 12 years, I guess, from the moment I mm. kind of start taking it seriously, but, uh-huh. um, but yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, it's, it's yeah, a- I gave up because I wanted to just spend my effort in, in uh, singing. Yeah. It's always good to know guitar just for, you know, as a hobby or just at home, you know, sit there with a, a guitar and just jam something or whatever, or whatever chord, you know, whatever. It's cool. Uh, yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. I mean, at that moment, because I always kind of listen to the vibe, you yeah. know, I still can't play well enough to get a good vibe from what I play. I mean, I can, but then it turns into, a, you know, a, a ballad, and I don't always want that. So <laughs> that's kind of what really discouraged me from taking it to the next step, because it was so difficult for me to be able to play what I wanted to play. It was just easier to go find the band as a singer, you know? Yeah, So I understand. Yeah. So yeah. I guess I guess you didn't play guitar in on any of the Burning Witches records, right? No, no. The only thing I did use it for in, in the Dance with the Devil album, you know, there was one song that I kind of could play along with the chords, and it kind of helped me to um, get a different feel for it, for a good uh, vocal line, you know. So occasionally I use it, but yeah, really, really rare to be honest. But yeah, yeah. cool. Uh, what's your favorite uh, Burning Witches song to, out of all of them? Ooh, I have to kind of, I mean, yeah, I think I really, really love uh, Black Widow, actually.
Nice. Yeah, oh. because it's a bit speedish, right? Speed metalish, a bit more fast and energetic. And yeah. Yeah, I just really love that song. Yeah. Here's a different question, uh, Laura. Uh, does it bother you when people compare you to the former uh, singer, uh, Serena? Does it bother you when people compare you? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of inevitable. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't pronounce it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you can't really uh, go around it, right? If uh, if you replace someone else. So, I mean, it's okay. Of course, I'm slightly bothered by it sometimes. Yeah. You always, there's always, always some, you know, trolls also out there. <laughs> uh, so I try not to, but yeah. I mean, there, uh, in general, I know that most people are happy now, so that's okay. And of course, there are always people that are not trolling and actually like her voice better, you know, and that's just the way it is, so. Yeah, that's a cool, <laughs> I like that word, yeah. uh, tro- trolling. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. yeah, like a hater, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of haters everywhere, so it's, it's normal, you know. Yeah, of course. But you're... They always have people that you just know they're only saying it because they think it's funny that you probably feel offended you know and i'm like oh there you have one okay hi <laughs> <laughs> you know right but uh, as as far as a metalhead i'm a metalhead and you're doing a great job and uh yeah you're the perfect choice for the band you're you're a badass you know congratulations on that so thanks <laughs> uh here's uh, uh let's talk about your 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 older bands here do you still play with uh epic rock choir and generation lost Actually, uh, yeah, the, the Epic Rock Choir was especially made for the theater equation from Arian, and people seriously auditioned uh, for it all over Europe. So people seriously traveled to the rehearsals sometimes every week from Spain or Italy. They were crazy. <laughs> I was just <laughs> in the Netherlands, so I only had to travel one hour, but <laughs> people seriously traveled every week to rehearsals. Wow. Um, and the rehearsals were almost... Yeah, they were pretty long. Um, <laughs> so I'm seriously surprised about the dedication of some of the choir members. Right. So obviously when this project ended, um, it kind of fell apart. <laughs> <laughs> it was really difficult then to, to still keep organizing something. I mean, I um, I had a request at some point from, uh, from a band I knew and I just asked uh, some people around me if they wanted to join for a gig on stage because they had actually had choir parts and they were seriously asking us to do this on stage. So we played with part of the Epic Rock Choir. We played at uh, Dom Open Air with uh, War Cabinet. So that was fun to do. But after that, uh, nothing really happened anymore. <laughs> we did have a, like a reunion, you know, and we had some fun playing songs in a cafe together. And uh, it was fun, but, but that's... Uh, I guess that was it. <laughs> okay. Uh, so how and about the generation lost? Oh, yeah. yeah, it's it's just a it's just an idea I had and I kind of still have, but I will just keep it for the future when you know when I feel ready <laughs> to do that. Okay. Um, I still think it's a fun idea about you know the the idea of kind of combining film score music, but you know a little bit less symphonic and a bit more of the the electronic kind of film score music, and then combined with metal and I, I don't really know exactly how it should sound yet i mean i made something back in the days but i kind of threw it you know what i mean i want to do it better so yeah nice. it's something maybe for the future yeah wow that sounds, uh, sounds interesting uh, yeah, sounds yeah like- i mean i really love the idea but it's just <laughs> uh it's just not the right moment now but, yeah. yeah right the time will come 
yeah. how about uh, Shadow Rise and Synergy Protocol? Yeah, those are always also bands that um, kind of ended at some point. You know, everyone just wanted different things, and those kind, of, yeah, those things happen. So everyone went their own ways eventually, mm. and uh, yeah, it happens. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so give us your best gig and give us your worst gig. Uh, um, yeah, that's um, the worst gig. I, I mean, that's a difficult one to choose. <laughs> <laughs> the best one is easy because it's definitely Wacken because I was looking out to play in Wacken for years. Yeah. And um, when we finally did, it was actually on my birthday. So that was pretty cool. So I'm very happy with that one. So best gig ever, Wacken, open air. I think, I don't know if you've ever been there and you have this uh, really big tent. And we were playing, I think, at the wet stage, so it was really the opener of the the festival. So everyone was super, super hyped for it to start. Um, uh, people were waiting outside that, you know, that tent because they couldn't even fit in. It was really, you know, wow, it blew my mind. Wow. Uh, yeah, it was really cool. What a what a birthday. Uh, yeah, that was a really special, and it was also, um, yeah, because you already. Uh, knew yeah, right that I, I uh, replaced the other singer at some point and it was the fifth gig that I, I joined uh, with them so it was pretty special the, this time you know in general was really special but that gig was uh, yeah whoa <laughs> okay. cool and yeah the so the worst one the worst one is is maybe okay it must have been one of the gigs I did with Synergy Protocol it was really fun it was a lot of fun but it must have been the worst at the same time because I only slept for two hours. We went to the middle of nowhere in the Netherlands and it was on a stage where like seriously only I think uh, the drum fitted on the stage. We, we had a pretty big, huge drum percussion set there. The drummer loved, you know, to have a lot of choice there. So. Wow. Yeah, the whole stage was full. I was actually performing next to the stage. <laughs> but it was it was really funny because it was in the middle of nowhere. It was like a clubhouse with young people, and it's you know it was super small, but it was full, and they were mosh pitting. And I was there with only two hours of sleep in the middle of that mosh pit. It was fun, wow. but it was kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow, what an experience! What a story! Maybe yeah, it was really funny. Yeah, and and totally weird. I mean, my head was really really having trouble focusing you know because only of the two hours sleep but it was so much fun anyway that was uh it, it, it yeah i mean the worst one i never really had a very very bad gig that i think oh this was a really shitty experience you know so but stage wise <laughs> this must have been the worst one so yeah so who are your influences uh, who are your heroes uh my influences are uh, yeah, I mean, I have a lot. <laughs> uh, there are a lot of people I look up to and, you know, that, that are just awesome. I mean, um, yeah. uh, and there's, I mean, there's a, maybe a, a slight difference between the influences and the, and the heroes. Yeah. Um, I do really love also, for example, uh, Sharon from Wind and Temptation. Okay, yeah. But I never really got that much into that voice. I'm just not that cute, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. So, yeah. I mean, I, I love the, the catchiness of everything. And I'm, I'm just, basically, I love every uh, very melodic metal, basically. Uh, so, for example, I don't know if you know this section. Uh-huh. But, 
yeah, this kind of I I love the cheesy catchiness anyway. <laughs> cool. So yeah, so they also have that definitely. So I, I really love that, but you know, voice wise, I just never really got really into the cute stuff. So I have to say, um, voice wise, it, you know, Lizzie Hill, for example, was one of my inspirations. Oh yeah. Great. Uh, yeah, but also, for example, yeah, kind of all the singers of Camelot, they always have a lot of voice control, and I kind of wanted to, to be able to have the same control. So they were definitely inspiring me to reach for that control. Um, yeah, there's so many. There's so many. Yeah, there's those so many. are a few. Yeah. There's just so many people out there. So much talent, and that's cool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, on your personal. Uh, personal page here in personal life do you have any uh, hobbies uh, what do you do when you're not listening to rock or metal what are your hobbies um well i love to work out but during covid everything is now locked down so i kind of am not really motivated to work out now i kind of miss it but i'm also like yeah don't know maybe just uh, do some sit-ups in my room or something yeah um so i now started to do nail artwork Cool. You know, you, you can um, put some glitter on or stones and uh, <laughs> oh, cool. ombre paint or stuff like that. So I, I like to do that. I'm having fun with that. I also have kind of the problem now that every day I kind of want to do it, but I know it takes me too much time. So now I'm already waiting for a week, you know, and <laughs> I only allow myself to do it at the end of the week. <laughs> <laughs> but I kind of want to change it up all the time now. I'm kind of obsessed. It's like my new obsession. Um, I also really love uh, pets in general. Uh, we have two cats, and I have an aquarium. We have a pond. <laughs> I have lizards. Oh yeah. So yeah, yeah, and a hamster. Yep. Oh wow, you're you're an animal uh, fanatic. Cool. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool, cool. I can't deny it. I guess. Yeah. I'm a cat fanatic. <laughs> I have cat. Mm, nice. Kid. Yeah. So, uh, what do you listen to? Uh, what's on your playlist? What what kind of music do you listen to? Um, yeah, I kind of like to discover new stuff once in a while. So my re most recent discovery is I really like uh, uh, Brothers of Metal and the the Who <laughs> or the Who. I don't know how to pronounce it, but the, the Who. Though you mean uh, like the you know yeah the the old band that's from seventies or yeah yeah no 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 <laughs> oh I don't know how to pronounce it because it's from Mongolia I think okay, uh, okay. they're like the you know the nomads uh, people. Okay. They, they have this folk influence in, in their metal. It's pretty cool. So you have the throat singing and uh, yeah, oh, okay. it's, it's pretty special. So I was kind of captivated by it because it's so new, you know, I never heard something like it actually. And um, cool. I like that they also have a really, really good production and I just love good productions. I, I do have, a, you know, I, I don't know if you're like an audio fan, but I, I also... <laughs> Because I was actually planning on spending my money on in-ears and then the festival season didn't happen and I spent my money on good speakers. So yeah. now I have a good 5.1 cinema speaker set, but they're also really good for listening to music. Oh, I just, I love them from clips. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I do love the, uh, the, the production from, uh, what was it? The Wolf Totem. Okay. I love that song. Cool. I gotta look into that. That's yeah. Cool. And Brothers... Yeah, and Brothers of Metal, if you like uh, Burning Witches, you probably like Brothers of Metal. Yeah, you should check it. I'll check it out. Oh, cool. Interesting. So so what is next for for yourself, Laura? What's What can fans expect next from Burning Witches or yourself? Um, 
what can fans expect next? Um, well, we do have a live stream the 28th of May and on the release date. So uh, check it out. It's the closest thing coming uh, to us playing live, uh, you know, normally again. Uh, so, um, I mean, yeah, of course, we like to do it as soon as possible again. Maybe some one-off gigs, but we don't really expect to do a tour, for example, until next year, actually. So, yeah. <laughs> cool. Don't miss the live stream. Awesome. I'll make sure yes. and share that. Very cool. Um, can you do... Yeah, and we're going to... Probably in the future, you know, for this album, we are planning on releasing two more video clips. So we're working on things. And uh, yeah, cool. we, of course, as soon as possible, we hope to go to America, stuff like that. Very cool. We'll see you on the road over here. Uh, would you like to send a message uh, to your fans listening to this podcast? Ooh, um, hi, everyone. Whoa, you're listening. So cool. Okay, I hope to see you soon on the road again, as soon as possible. Stay in metal, take care, and uh, yeah, come join the live stream. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So we can't wait for uh, May 28th, it's not too far from now, uh, to check out uh, the Witch of the North and the live stream. So uh, thank you, Laura, for making time uh, for our podcast, yeah. and uh, uh, we hope to see you on tour in the United States soon. Yeah, you're welcome. And uh, hope to see you soon. Metal Assault, indeed. A five-woman assault, as I said. Uh, the Burning Witches Assault, that is. So, Burning Witches, check it out. Uh, pick up the, their latest effort, latest album, The Witch of the North. Your host, James, really appreciates your presence, uh, all you listeners and subscribers to our podcast. And your podcast, because we're all fanatics of all this good stuff, good music, so... And we thank Laura uh, for gracing us with her presence. And we thank uh, Burning Witches, the rest of them, the other four girls, for providing great metal and rock for us uh, metal lovers and rockers out there. So anyways, uh, don't forget to subscribe. You guys know the trail. Subscribe, share, like. Thank you for accompanying us out of thousands and thousands of podcasts. And that metal interview appreciates you so Anyways, uh, keep your eye out for more interviews. We've got some great guests coming up. So for now, don't forget to keep it metal.